Hello, and welcome to the Impact Defense Podcast, where we're about to interview Michael the Man. Uh, Michael Man. <laughs> Here, I was just sitting going like, oh, we didn't plan an intro. Who's doing the intro? Apparently Jada was. I just finished my cup of coffee. Yeah, it's not Michael the Man. His name is Michael Mann. I don't think he'll complain. Probably not. <laughs> Like Jada said, we will be interviewing Michael Mann of Michael Mann Security Services. And I see why you say Michael Mann's because Michael Mann Security Services. Mm-hmm. I got you. Um, anyway, uh, so looking forward to that interview today. We're going to be talking about one of the things that I noticed that he said in one of his taglines uh, was uh, self-defense is about prevention, not response. Very much so. That is so along with our mindset when it comes to anything self-defense related. Agreed. So let's jump into the interview. Uh, no, we cannot jump into the interview Why? because we have to jump into an ad. Let's jump into an ad. Let's jump into an ad, okay. Faith. Freedom. Cars. Martial arts. Coffee. Coffee. You can find t-shirts for all this stuff and more. Where can they find that, Kylie? At faithandfreedom.clothing. Oh, by the way, if you use the coupon code Impact Defense, you will get 10% off of that. Ooh. Let's go ahead and say faithandfreedom.clothing. You know, as we have now started to do those on the podcast, um, or I'm sorry, using the soundboard as we do those, I can see how much Jada like absolutely cringes at the sound of her own voice, um, which I find <laughs> interesting because I used to do the same thing until I started editing these things constantly. And I just kind of got used to it and numb to it. <laughs> and then I got used to kind of hearing myself talk. Still not a huge fan, but, you know. Still hate it. Yeah, well. I don't know how you guys put up with hearing my voice on this podcast all the time. To our listeners, I'm sorry, and um, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Now let's jump into the interview. All right, now let's jump into the interview. All right, guys, so today we are joined by Michael Mann of Michael Mann Security Service. Uh, for sir, for those that don't know you, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I'm a uh, so uh, yeah, I've got a, a security company that does a lot of consulting work, and we're just now getting the services. So uh, I'm an old guy, so a Marine Corps veteran from a long time ago. Uh, started off as an infantry guy and uh, went into Fast Company when it first started, uh, and then uh, came back home, became a police officer. Went to college, went to college first, became a police officer in Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, did everything from the patrol work to special weapons and tactics to intelligence, which was everything from surveillance to the mayor's protective detail, and then uh, went to work for the National Nuclear Security Administration, uh, uh, protecting uh, weapons facilities, very specifically uh, a place Mm -hmm. in East Tennessee, one of the places in East Tennessee, and that kind of launched my career uh, in physical protection, and then... um, uh, so then got into commercial nuclear, uh, corporate security, designing executive protection programs, managed executive protection programs for a couple of years, and then still do a lot of work in corporate security. Um, but uh, started doing consulting uh, several years back, very specifically for faith-based organizations. Um, and then just on the personal side, I've been involved in uh, the shooting world uh, since the 80s. 
So mm. back before maybe some of you guys were born. So <laughs> anyway, before they uh, were born anyway, yeah, before they were born. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so that's my background. So yeah, I studied all over the world, got to work all over the world, very specifically in physical protection. So, uh, that's, that's professionally who I am. Very cool. Very cool. How long have you been teaching? Uh, so I've been an instructor probably 20 years and so 25 years. So as a police officer, I was an instructor and taught a lot of SWAT stuff, but I really wasn't, uh, really was more of an instructor. I would say that I really started understanding content and teaching probably 10 or 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. As, as somebody who has also been teaching for about 20 years now, yeah. uh, at this point, uh, what, what kind of keeps you motivated and keeps you going in that, in this field, kind of doing that? Uh, well, I've, overall, it's a good living for me. I think that, you know, part of, you know, we look at, you know, the, our, our personal needs, it's a good living, but I think part of it is protection, right? So yeah. I think that's what we're kind of designed to do. Uh, that's what I do full time or about 70 hours a week. And so I've always had a, it's why I didn't stay in police work. I figured out pretty quickly that police really don't protect anybody. And so I did go back into physical protection, what I did in the Marine Corps. And so, um, it, it's, there is a satisfaction in that. So I think yeah. there's almost a calling for it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. So you enjoy the focus on prevention instead of response. Absolutely. Because that's what protection is all about. It's not about responding. Police respond, right? Yeah, uh, exactly. Security is about preventing things. Yeah. We prevent things from occurring. That's what physical protection is all about. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that as one of your taglines and in, in one of your videos. And I, I really, really liked that. Um, yeah. That's a great way to kind of put it. We've, we've, we've taken that kind of thought process, but that was a, a really good way to kind of put that. Yeah. Now you said you were talking about how you, you only really started to understand the, the, the teaching aspect and like those things um, for about 10 to 15 years. Yep. Um, what are, what are some things you had wished you had, you wish you had known when you first started? Yeah. So I wish I would have realized I really didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> uh, and not that I, not that I wasn't able to instruct and provide some good information for students, but I think it takes a long time. And a, it's like, you know, shooting and tactics. It's that's, those are martial arts, like any martial yes, arts. Exactly. So, and so it takes a long time to, to, it takes a lot of experience, a lot of time, uh, and a, and a lot of just gaining knowledge to be able to and instructing is I can take a book and there's some objectives and I can ensure that the class meets those objectives. Yeah. Teaching is my ability to transfer knowledge and inform or knowledge to someone in a way that they're going to remember it based on the way that I presented it. And based on my personality, my, my ability to influence them to actually receive the information. That's the difference. So yeah. anybody can be an instructor. I, yeah, but it takes a long time to be a teacher. That, that, that's very true. And I, it's funny. I do. I look back at that same thing. Um, the instructor that I was 20 years ago is definitely not the person I am today. And, and I'm a, I'm a whole lot better teacher now than I was back then. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, speaking of teaching, uh, this is not in our interview questions, but what are your kind of like favorite people to teach? Like you just get excited when this kind of personality is in your class. Yeah. So, I, you know, my heart, about 50% of the business is helping faith-based organizations. Mm -hmm. And so my heart is in that. So it's, it's ministries, uh, it's churches, uh, any faith-based organization where, especially they've come to the realization that, um, uh, that 
uh, an element of protection or physical security needs to be in place. And so uh, most of the time, those those personalities that are doing that, they're not policemen, they're yeah. not soldiers. They're just the butcher, the baker, and the candlestick maker. They have mm. a heart to want to protect that, right. you know, right. that, that church or that, that house of worship. And so uh, they are very, most of the time, once they're, once they're able to get in and attend training, um, they're hungry to get that and they're thankful to get it yeah. and their hearts in the right place. And so that's, those are the people that I, I like to be around. I don't, I don't like to, I don't like big egos or, yeah. or very specifically, uh, like if someone's paid to be there, yeah. um, because a lot of times that's forced. And so yeah, those are yeah. the personalities I like to be around. You like down to earth, humble protectors. <laughs> yeah, very, very, very humble. And they're very, very thirsty to not, not only learn about how to protect, but how to do it in a way that doesn't conflict with the mission of what they're trying to protect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we do a lot with, with churches and everything as well. We travel to help them set up and kind of work with their security teams. And it, it is, yeah. it is a big joy. We don't do it as much as you do. I noticed that uh, yeah, a, a much larger part of your business is doing that than ours, but yeah. it is, it is definitely always fun. Um, yep. we always really enjoy that. Who yep. would you say would be like three really influential people in you as an instructor and as a teacher, who, who do you think would be really influential to you? Oh, number one, Louis Arabuck. So I was a student of Louis Arabuck's for 20 plus years. And so if you don't know who he, he was, he's, he's passed on now, but mm. he was a range master of Colonel Cooper's for many, many years. Um, you know, Louis was a, a little fella from South Africa who I would say was the Yoda of the modern technique of the pistol. <laughs> if you know anything about, if you know anything about Colonel Cooper. And so yeah, he was very soft-spoken. Uh, he, he was, you know, he had a way of, um, of providing information and making sure that the students understood it and lived and lived that system or that information. Mm. Like you live that lifestyle. Yeah. So he had a very unique way of doing that. So I would say one that, that he would be the most influential as far as teachers go. Um, uh, there'll never be another Louie ever. Mm. Um, you know, he, he, he really stylized the way that um, a, a different way to teach uh, that system. And so he's the first person that comes to mind. I would say, um, you know, I, I've got some, you know, longtime friends, Randy Kane from Cumberland Tactics, who's the same way, who, who was a student of Louis for many years and who has a lot of the same attributes as, as Louis. So he would be number two. So he was not only, not only do I learn, learn a lot from about tactics and, and gunfighting from him, but also martial arts. Mm. And so he would probably be uh, second um, and then, you know, third is, you know, as a teacher, you know, as a believer, obviously I'm going to have to say Christ. Yeah. And so, you know, as much as, as much as I cannot, because we cannot mimic that, it's impossible for us to do that. I would say that obviously, uh, especially in faith-based organizations, that's where my heart is, is I, I use him as an example in classes and, uh, you know, just, uh, demeanor and, and, and things that, you know, that he taught, and that obviously are, you know, impactful you know, to the world today and will be forever until, the, until he comes back. So. Awesome. Um, so going back to the idea of um, prevention instead of response, how, how would someone kind of apply that to their everyday life? Here's the way I think about it. So in physical, you know, in physical security or protection, a system, a physical protection system is a combination of like a, could be people or 
like equipment like your gun or your flashlight or even procedures like what you do every day when you get up and you leave to go to the office. You take a different route, you put your seatbelt on, you lock the door. So all those are physical. That's all part of a system. Well, all those systems have, they have functions. Mm. But the primary function of being secure is one, is my ability to see something before it happens, even if it's a, a two-second lead on something. And yeah. that's the way we really win fights. Two is even though we can't measure it, it's my ability because I'm aware of something, but I'm aware of what's, what's supposed to happen and what's not. Maybe that awareness level does deter or psychologically impact the motivation of someone to do something to me or my family or the house of worship I'm protecting. Yeah. So that's how, that's how we think about that every day. When I leave the house and I lock the door and I get in my car and I put my seatbelt on, I'm doing all these things to prevent injury and possibly attack. Yep. So it's a, you know, it's a process I go through and I do that, you know, so if the bad thing happens, I'm prepared for it. Hopefully it'll never happen because I'm taking all these precautions. Right. But right. If it does, then this is going to help me keep myself from harm. Yeah. And so that's the way I look at it. Gotcha. No, I, I like that. And I'm really big on the idea of like awareness and everything else. We use uh, Cooper's color code constantly when we're yeah. trying to explain that to people. Yeah. Um, Cause it is, I just haven't found a better explanation of that. We usually like that. There's a couple of questions we usually like to ask as we're kind of winding down. We don't want to take yeah. too much of your time. Uh, sure. So if, if you were in our shoes uh, right now and interviewing you right now, is there a question that we have not asked you that we, you wish we would have? Um, I, I guess not, not, not that I can think of, not right off. I, I, I speak a lot. Do this a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't, I'm assuming you're like a lot of your listeners are, you know, people in the, you know, people self-defense and people that carry weapons and correct. Is that? Yeah, it's, I, yeah. Most of our listeners are people who are interested in learning to defend themselves better. Uh, generally speaking, most of which are kind of like uh, we're in the, more of a, I guess, a family kind of space because we have yeah, like yeah. our young adult over here and sure. our teenager over here. This yeah. this part of it is all. So um, we have this, and, and then I'm the old man in the middle. Uh, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, we kind of in this more of uh, a, a family space, thinking about self defense, kind of for the the kind of the average people okay um so yeah it's i just i just wondered because sometimes you know we come across something as like ah oh, usually people come through and it's like oh i really wish they would have asked us this thing so no no i yeah I, th I think that you know the message that i try to get across and it sounds like you guys do the same thing is just that in especially in today's world and the world hasn't changed in four thousand years but yeah um but in today's world especially as a citizen all of this this stuff about self-defense and carrying weapons, all of that is a last resort. You yeah. Know, we, we live in a, is, is, is quick as it's falling. We still live in a wonderful place. Yeah. Um, I don't know how long it's going to be wonderful. I don't know what that means, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, it's, it, we are losing it very quickly, but as of, you know, as of this moment, we still have a lot of rights and privileges that other people don't have. And so even though we have those, we need to be very careful about how we communicate with people and uh, even if, even if my ability to defend myself, even if it's there, we still want to be very careful about that. And we still want to make sure that's always a last resort. Absolutely. Uh, number one for the, you know, because of the psychological impact and two, the legal impact of what's going to happen as a citizen. Yep. Um, uh, so I, I can't, and I, you guys really, I've already kind of touched on that, but I, I always, you know, uh, you know, just because we can carry guns or just because we can defend ourselves 
you know, again, everything is about deterrence and seeing something early and doing everything we can to get our families and ourselves out of harm's way before the bad thing happens. Yep. Yep. That's what protection is all about. Yeah. Agreed. Here is one question that I really liked. Okay. Is what is one myth? And I know that there's a lot. What is one myth of, about substance that you would like to deboot? Debunk. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think, and I heard, uh, you know, I was, I've been in executive protection off and on for 35 years in the military, law enforcement, and in the private sector. So there's a guy named Bob Oatman who's kind of been in this world for many, many years. He's got his own his own company and he's been in personal protection for many, many years. He's a retired uh, police officer out of the state of Maryland. And, um, um, you know, Bob says this in one of his books, anybody can protect anybody. And so this idea that because you're big or, you know, because you're a black belt or, you know, those are the things that that's what, that's, that's what self-defense about. It's not, you know, self-defense is, really about mindset and, and awareness and being able to, you know, to see something before it happens, even if, again, like if you have a two second lead. And so anybody can be taught to protect anybody mm. because again, protection is really about, it's about understanding what's not supposed to happen and what's supposed to happen. A couple of tools to deal with it. And most of that is your feet in, in this, right? get out of there as quick as possible. So yeah, I I think anybody can protect anybody. It's not about size. It's not about numbers. It's, it's 90 Cooper said it 90% of fighting is up here. And I would say now 98% of it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, very much so. It's interesting because I've been introduced to people as a self-defense instructor before. And it's funny because the first question I get asked is what style do you teach? Mm Mm-hmm. And over here, like, you mean of martial art? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, we actually separate those things. It's kind of like all self-defense is martial arts, but not all martial arts are self-defense. Absolutely. (laughs) So you're right. It's not separated. People see certain styles of training as self-defense when really it comes down to mindset and self-defense is its own animal. Absolutely. And it's a mixture of things, right? So you're right. It could be some martial arts. It could be some crime. It could be intermediate weapons. It's my, it's a mix. You know, that's what we've learned over the years that yeah, one certain style really may not mean anything. It's just, you know, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I agree 100%. Uh, So if you don't mind, could you tell our listeners where uh, they can find you online when they can find out more about you? Absolutely. And thank you. So you can just go to michaelmansecurityservices.com. Uh, a lot of good stuff on the website, any training we have, or the majority of it, uh, we don't do a lot of individual stuff. So just as you look at that, we don't do a lot of open enrollment. Most of it is group training, but mm-hmm. you can go there. There's a lot of free resources, especially for faith-based organizations. We have a library of videos. We have a YouTube page that gives a lot of good information that's free that normally would cost, uh, yeah. you know, money, uh, for, you know, for, uh, houses of worship and for ministry. So, uh, you can go into resources, you'll see it videos uh, i think we've got some white papers and some some questions and answers for folks so uh you know and if you want to get a hold of me you can get us through there or you can get us at safe with man uh at facebook or on instagram and shoot us a message and we'll get right back to you so that was i, I really really thoroughly enjoyed that interview so did i very much so yeah uh so that was that was a lot of fun and i would possibly might have him back on um maybe talking about either spotting threats or you know maybe you know situational awareness spotting threats or de-escalation or something kind of still more in that 
prevention kind of mode. Very much. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he's worked in security for, what do you say, 35 years total? Or 25. No, no he's 25. Like he's been about a, an instructor for about 25 years. Oh. But I think he said he's actually been working in security for 35. You can tell Kylie really paid a whole lot of attention during and, the. And I was just trying to focus 80s, on what I was so. going to say. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think he said he's been doing security work in some form or fashion or instruction for 35 years. Um, so, yeah, I, and I, I, I would say that would really, really help put you in that mode of thinking about preventing something horrible from happening. Um, but overall, that was a great interview. We got to cover several topics and uh, find out a good bit about his company. And I kind of look forward to the next time we have him on the podcast and we can swap some stories and go over some new stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, so I guess it's time for another ad because we still have to pay the bills, don't we? Yep. Did you guys know that Albert Einstein had a pet? N- no. No. No, in like he was actually a major animal lover, but he didn't like normal cats and dogs. He was actually a collector of large animals. Really? 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 Never heard that before. In fact, one of our sponsors is named after one of Albert Einstein's pet. What's that? Which one? The atomic bear. Mm. Please forgive me. <laughs> all right, all bad jokes aside, the atomic bear does actually have our absolute favorite tactical pen. Yep. To this day. To this day? To this day. <laughs> so they have several really good ones. But anything on their site, they have a lot of little self-defense items, self-defense knives, tactical pins, uh, several other items, tactical flashlight. And they're affordable. And very affordable. They're one of my absolute favorite companies. And you can go to theatomicbear.com. Use the coupon code Impact Defense Gets you 20% off of anything that you purchase there. What a great deal. Einstein would be proud. Okay, so if you guys are enjoying this podcast, go ahead and go over to Apple Podcasts. says we need to wrap this up. (laughs) Go ahead and go over to Apple Podcasts. Please rate us and write a review. That way, we can read the reviews again on the podcast. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Um, Oh, man. I have not checked to see if we have had a listener from South Dakota yet. I, I said that last week. That we did not have a listener. We're going to see South if Dakota. you guys did your homework. So yeah, um, we're going to see if we if we have that. You told your South Dakota friends next week. I'm going to check that after we get off the podcast and see. So, yeah. Anyway, so thank you guys very much for listening to the podcast. Uh, hopefully, we got a listen in South Dakota, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. <laughs>